It's August. Welcome to the August edition of Ask the AD with Jerry Bovey, the athletic director at Weber State. I am Paul Grua and Jerry, boy, this calendar just keeps going fast, it seems. And now, as we speak here, it's mid-August, and the games and the season are just about to start. Yeah, practices have all begun yeah. for everyone in the fall, and it's here. It's We're, we're on it. It's we're exciting. A couple weeks away yeah. from first football game, soccer starts what 10 days so mm -hmm. it's coming you know they always talk in spring training how hope springs eternal right i think it's that same way in in athletics that every time you start a new season it's just always exciting to see what's what's going to happen yeah i i uh, we talk about that a lot and i i have people that say how do you stay in this it's your 10th year and it's the same every year i mean there's a lot of groundhog day <laughs> to this job but it's different they're different yeah. kids and and you you kind of shuck off what happened last year let it go um, enjoy it and enjoy the ups and downs, but it's the process that everybody loves. I yeah. think that's what that what we like. Absolutely. I mean, new kids coming into the program and to see what they can become with the resources we put out and the coaching, it's fun. And every season is different for sure. So a uh, couple quick things. Soccer begins on August 19th against Utah, home game. Big way to start there for Coach Crompton's team. Uh, that will be uh, at Wildcat Soccer Field. Volleyball begins the next weekend. Uh, they have a home opener on September 15th against BYU, which is another great way to start the home season. And the football season begins August 30th at Utah. We'll talk about that in a second. Also, cross country gets underway, too. And then, of course, the, the other sports will begin after that. But the fall will be busy. A as far as the football team, practice has been underway. The polls have come out, ranked eighth in the country in the coaches and the stats poll. Uh, obviously, high expectations. We've talked about this. Yeah, I, I think I love Coach Hill's approach to this. Um, he's been... He's been interviewed a lot about this and where do you want to mm -hmm. be. In fact, I think uh, one of our former Wildcats that's in the media hit him pretty hard the other day, called him Nick Saban a little bit, <laughs> which he didn't necessarily love. But yeah, I think there's two approaches. It can be, do you want to come in as the underdog all the time and try to spoil it? Uh, if you really want to be good, you want to be like the other teams that are good. So I know Jay was heading toward this notion of, I'd rather have the mindset of an Alabama that people are we get our program to a place like North Dakota State, mm -hmm. where every year you come in at number one. Yeah, there's a burden there, but but everybody else has to get up for that too. And we want people to come here and say, uh, we're gonna have a tough yeah. one, we're going into Weber State. I talked to someone that, uh, today that said on the door at a place in our conference, it's beat Weber State. That's one of their mm -hmm. main things they wanna do. So I love, That's I love being great. in that role yeah. that other people wanna beat us, and, and we wanna be good at all of that and be on everybody's bulletin board. Good. Well, the, the, the season opener at Utah, tickets on sale still for, for Wildcat fans. If they want to attend that game, they got to act pretty quickly, of course, but uh, the tickets are available for that game. We have moved some tickets, and I'm excited that our fans are going to go down. It is a little pricier mm -hmm. of a ticket than what they're used to here, but you know that's a, it's a Pac-12 ticket. Yeah. And uh, we hope that people will come down and, and get a look at what we're about. Our team's excited to play in that game. Uh, coaches are excited. Yeah. A lot of them so have a lot of personal Absolutely. ties there. Yeah. And, and then, like you said, we've got soccer starting. I talked to Coach Crompton, and we're going to be hosting the Big Sky Championships mm -hmm. here this year. So there's a lot of pressure for him to get his team into that into that mix. Yeah. Um, volleyball coming off a, an amazing end of the run last year to get into the, the Big Sky Tournament. They have a lot of expectations and are excited. So we're going into the season, you know, really yeah. hoping for the best and, and excited about what our fun. program can do. 
Uh, football season tickets, of course, continue to be sale. There's been a, been a rise in those as well. And there's also some news around the, the football north end zone project building that, that has been uh, planned for a long time, and it's finally going to be here soon. Yeah, on tickets, we've made a push over the last couple of weeks to really get that out. Our mindset from our fan base, and right, maybe rightly so, has been kind of show up at the last minute. We know you're going to have our tickets there. We want to change that culture with our fans and, and create a, a more of a demand for those tickets. So we have seen an uptick. We're already past where we were on total season ticket sales. Mm -hmm. um, but those that have tickets that haven't acted yet, we need to get to get going and, and get into the mindset of getting the tickets yeah. earlier so that others that are on the sidelines waiting, we certainly want to hold those tickets for everybody that have had certain places they've sat for years. But we also want to allow new fans to come in and take those tickets at Sioux. So I would just say it's time to get rolling and, and get in the mindset. As far as the project, we'll uh, break ground uh, officially the end of the month, 28th of August, I want to say. Uh, we'll hold a groundbreaking at our first home game in September with South Dakota. Yeah, let's talk about that yeah. for a second. So September 15th is the home opener with South Dakota, who's a, a very, very good team out of the Missouri Valley Conference. Uh, six o'clock start for the game, and you're going to have a groundbreaking ceremony earlier that day that is going to be pretty neat to involve everybody that can be a part of this. We want everybody to feel a part of the program. Feel like the, the fans have um, embraced Coach Hill and his style and philosophy and came out to the playoff game last year, so we wanted to find a way to let everybody be a part of it, not just the donors, because they're important too, but uh, we're going to try to set a world record with uh, with groundbreaking a groundbreaking world record number of participants, participants yeah. in, a, in a groundbreaking ceremony. So we'll have a nice little memento if you come up before the the kickoff uh, from five to six. Mm -hmm. The kickoff's at six. If you show up in that hour time frame, come into the game. We're going to have an opportunity for everybody that wants to to turn over a little dirt and have a little keepsake um, that they can yeah. take home that they were part of the groundbreaking. I think the world record, as you looked at it, was sixty-two hundred. Sixty-two hundred. So we want to try to figure out how we can get that done and uh, we're gonna we're gonna do our best just another quick note on on the building we'll have some information on that and some pictures at WeberStateSports.com that you can see but uh, for those that, that aren't aware of it just just explain what that building will mean to the whole athletic department it'll it'll create a little bit of a capstone on the uh, north end of the stadium um, we do have a fault line that runs through the stadium that, that caused a little bit of uh, design our, our architect really had to work overtime to figure out how how to do this with with that design issue. You know, it's just a fault line, no big deal. But um, <laughs> it'll, it'll surround the track to the north end. There, it'll be kind of a, a rounded, mm -hmm. follow the contour of the track from the stadium over. Uh, it'll be the main entrance to the stadium. So there'll be a, a plaza there where fans can come in, um, where we'll have you know opportunity for their concessions over there. Um, but inside the building, we'll have a new strength and conditioning room, weight room, uh, new locker room for football, offices for coaches that will also double as uh, position meeting rooms. We've, we've struggled with space in, right. in the Sky Suites for that, dedicated to that. The equipment room will move and be updated. Um, and then we'll have a 125-seat um, team room that will also be used for a tutor room where you can accommodate uh, stadium style classroom basically for all sports can be yes. involved in, in things like that too that's a it's, that's a, a, major it's, a, thing. it's a huge um, addition to our facilities that over the last 10 years have really improved and grown in every way definitely so again groundbreaking for that on September 15th this ceremony will be and then uh, that will be open and ready to go next September yeah we expect to be in there by the hundredth year of football yeah. 
September in, uh, of 2019? 2019. You know, athletics has been uh, uh, a big part of it. You, you've talked about this is entering your 10th year now at, at, at Weber State as the athletic director. You notice all the time, and in the news, I'm sure people do all over the place, there's college athletics is in the news for lots of different reasons, some good, some bad. You've seen the situations at, at some major schools where there's some issues happening. And how does that affect you as an athletic director, knowing that you run a program with over 300 student athletes and coaches and everything, and there's so much going on, the media, the social media. How does that affect you? Yeah, there's a lot of aspects to this, as you know. and and. Uh, um, on a daily basis, you know, we talk about culture here a lot to the point ad nauseum almost where people will say culture, culture. You talk about that a lot. Coach Ray talks about it a lot. It's important, I think, to build that. You, you see some big institutions, some thought that were maybe too big to fail or too, too big to even have these kind of issues where coaches are put on paid administrative leave mm -hmm. while they're working through these situations. You've really got to talk about them a lot. You've got you to spend time with your student athletes talking about expectations. Um, sexual assault and violence has been a big topic, uh, how you deal with that. And look, we've got 300 plus young people that are in the prime of their life that are trying to figure out what's important and what's in bounds, what's out of bounds. Um, you hope that you recruit a, a, a good young person that, that's got integrity and, and comes from a good home where they have that moral compass already established. But in some cases, we've got to help them determine that. And, you know, I've heard it said that, that an athletics program to a university is a little bit like a volcano. It's dormant, mm. but when it blows, if you're not careful, you're going to get hot lava all over everything. And you see that. At and we have seen that yeah. again and again and again. And so we've got to talk about it a lot here. We yeah. spend a lot of time with our student athletes. We started using a program called Real Recruit last mm. year that allows us in real time to get a sense of our student athletes about their experience. Um, now you know some the feedback, old, yeah, from, feedback from, from basically them. Yeah. in real time, mm -hmm. and 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 it's anonymous, so they have a chance to really safely uh, talk about some of the issues that might be going on. And some old school coaches that came years before the Joe Paternos of the world, and in that realm, they may not like that because you know the old style was, hey, we recruit you here and, and we own you, and you do it this way or you go. Well, we're living in the age of APR where you're penalized if you don't retain your students. And so you've got to figure out how, in the, in the new age of athletics at a university level, how you kind of make that all work. And the student-athlete experience yeah. is very important. It is. And you've talked to coaches. We've all talked to coaches about that and how they, in a way, have to treat things a little differently than they did 10, 15, 20 years ago, certainly. And in the, this modern day of technology, the way the students-athletes, the way the students communicate and so forth, it's all different yeah, from what we, it used to we be. We live in an instantaneous world where information is global mm -hmm. in a matter of seconds. You, you were talking to Coach Ray yesterday about this mm -hmm. very thing and how he's seen yeah, the business change, change over yeah. the years he's been in it and you know what if you're if you're nimble and you kind of rotate with with the the times you can be very successful if you're so stuck in your ways that you're only willing to do it one way you're going to struggle in this business yeah. and we're seeing that now where you've got to handle your business absolutely uh, the fan base will be very forgiving if they know you're putting your best foot forward you're going to make mistakes so we try not to hide anything we try to be very transparent there are mistakes that will be made. We're dealing with people that make mistakes in all facets of life. But as, as long as we continue to try to grow and we can try to get, we get better, we talk about the issues, we educate our student-athletes on expectations, 
we have a relatively high expectation that they're going to respond, and, yeah. and we've had pretty good success with that. These are things I'm sure that keep you awake. These, these all are the things the now that, that do Absolutely. keep you awake. Yeah, it's so, so much, so much pressure. It's an interesting industry we work in, but it's a great, great place. Yeah. We're glad to be here, and, yeah. and sure grateful for the fan support of the Wildcat fans that we have, and, and the student athletes and the parents. I think everybody. we have the best. Absolutely, we, uh, I love this community. It's where I grew up. It's where you grew up. Yeah, and we feel a, a huge responsibility to put to put a product yeah. on the field that that all of our fans and alumni can be proud of not only from how we compete you know competitively on the field but also in the classroom and the community and all the other aspects yeah it's exciting yeah started all over again another season go. about to go. begin we should mention also we had a wonderful podcast the cattails podcast with coach quinton ganther a, a week ago or so uh, football assistant coach, incredible story that he shared, and we encourage fans to, to find that. They can find it on iTunes at Cattails, Weaver State Athletics Podcast, or on SoundCloud. Well, great story to hear. Yeah, this is about content. You and mm -hmm. I have talked a lot about what content are we putting out to our fans, and, and I love the podcast from the, from the perspective that we're able to spend a little bit more time with our staff or others that are associated with our program where our our community gets to know these people on a personal level and you know you can listen to them in your car or yeah. your commutes or whatever and it just gives you the opportunity to kind of dive a little deeper on what what drives us and and Q coach coach Ganther has a has a story to tell and it's yeah. pretty amazing amazing growing up story so I encourage you to follow that follow WeberStateSports.com where all the latest news of the Wildcats as the seasons begin here in the fall Jerry thanks for joining us thank you Wildcat fans for your support and go Wildcats